Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing No One Will Save You. It's been a while, John. Since, like, mm. Nope might be the last good alien movie that we did on the show. That was like one year ago, so. Yeah. That's a high density time, of John. good alien movies. I feel like there were zero good alien movies for 15 years. And yeah, then, okay. That's fair. Yeah, so. That's fair. Joining me tonight, first up from the Bay Area of San Francisco, please welcome Rachel to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back. Next up from Bucolic, Indiana, <laughs> the bespoke forests of, I don't know what that means, the cornfields <laughs> of Indiana. Please welcome Casey to the show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> And last up tonight, mm. from just lay into it, just go. You the go. Big Apple. <laughs> wow, the city so nice. They mm-hmm. named it twice. It's true. Please <laughs> welcome John Schnorris to the show. Hello, Eric. How are you feeling about New York these days, John? How you, what do you think of that mayor there? Oh. Like <laughs> What is it with New York? They just can't get a mayor that's not completely batshit crazy. I mean, dude, we had Bloomberg for 12 years. Like, it was okay. totally fine. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess. Have you as heard his stance on sodas? I don't know. As far as billionaires go, I guess. Like, we, do, we don't need to... Don't sliding need to scale, sliding right scale. Now, but, um, <laughs> Suzanne uh, is... Suzanne, my wife, for the new listeners. Um oh, very yeah she's <laughs> not an adams fan i i like am sort of where you are eric where it's like they're all terrible so like she is just like you know anxiously just mm. devouring all adams content what you're saying is she still has like hope and so she wants it to be better Hope you mean like for the world, like just hope sure. in general? Yeah, yeah. In general, more or yeah. less. I'm not yes. really connected with that so much these days. So yeah, I'm no, just I interested in I'm aware. Where yeah. are you at on Hopel? That's our, that's our, that's our lady. I don't pay attention. You're, I don't pay attention to politics anymore. I gave up, John. Dude, you're the. It's the capital region, Eric. Yeah, no, you know, she, you guys are neighbors, basically. Now that I'm out of news, I don't even watch the news anymore. I don't Kathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Cuomo legalized weed. That was the last important thing I paid attention to that happened in New York. (laughs) Nice work there. Nice work in that one specific thing. All right, let's do it. Let's take a quick break and talk. No one will save you. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Of the front time. I will say we got to get the bureaucracy moving on that though, John. Like, there's the there's one oh, it's terrible. there's one dispensary in all of this area. Yeah, it's like not a two hour drive. Basically, um, you're gonna love to hear this. But there was a <laughs> there was a there's a gentleman that I went to <laughs> I went to uh, business school with who has been a weed entrepreneur for many years now. And uh, he says he's a white guy with dreads. We get it. <laughs> he, no, he doesn't have dreads. He does <laughs> not, not have dreads. Not he's not actually anymore, Rachel. Now it's just up. business douches who get it. I know, actually. Yeah. But You're he's, right. he's been in it for like him. a long time, like before it was legal in, in the state. And But he like Good posted, sir. it was like on LinkedIn, which was like my only social media. He posted that he was testifying in front of our esteemed, whatever the fuck they're called, 
representatives about how there's no like how fucked the bureaucracy is. It's it's quite bad. It's wild because I lived in both Massachusetts and New York when they were passed and watched the whole cycle. Mm -hmm. And Massachusetts actually had less bureaucracy, which blows my mind. I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah. This isn't what we're here for, John. I just I guess just weed is cool is my general (laughs) idea. What's uh John, please bring us the word of the day. I like that segue, John. So good. That was pro level. <laughs> uh, today's word, alienation. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was it's a got alien series. Yeah, no, this is one word. Uh, A-L-I-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. Alienation. The state or experience of being isolated from a group or an activity to which one should belong or in which one should be involved. Uh, it can also mean the loss or lack of sympathy, estrangement, I like this. In Marxist theory, a condition of workers in a capitalist economy resulting from a lack of identity with the products of their labor and a sense of being controlled or exploited. Now you're Rachel, talking about language, John. where are we at? We like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all part of the long Rachel. game. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, this comes to us from the middle, late Middle English, from the Latin alienare, which means estrange. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alienated, John, much like when you, what, what happens to you when you are a brutal psychotic murderer? Mm. What? <laughs> I, like, I don't even know where, what, what, you, what, what bit are we doing now? <laughs> so, I'm talking about a movie. Oh, oh. Yes, oh, and that? John. Yes, yes and. and. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, first of all, that's a major spoiler. Second of all. I don't care. Question mark? Like, I don't know. I actually, we're going to have to work through this together. How many of your friends did you murder when you were a kid, John? I mean, none. But, man, wow, you went really hard. This is very interesting. All right. John, tell me about uh, No One Will Save You. Okay. No One Will Save You. Uh, This is written and directed by Brian Duffield. Uh, Brian Duffield, uh, producer cocaine bear uh he uh wrote the screenplay for underwater he's, he's like he's a, a, you're saying he's a producer of the movie cocaine bear not that he's a producer comma yeah. cocaine bear he didn't comma. like <laughs> he, never, me, he didn't like feed cocaine to bears <laughs> gotcha. explicitly um no i mean no he's, like a, he's like a genre guy he's been around but this was this is his second uh, directorial effort behind a movie called Spontaneous, which I don't think we saw, but we didn't talk about it on the show. I don't know. Have, have either of you guys or any I've of you all it. seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, what do we think, Rachel? We Are we pros? Um, what is that Similarly one? has the, like, it's one movie for 85% of its mm. runtime and then suddenly tonally shifts into like hmm. an incredibly dark film. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's about um, some teenagers spontaneously combusting when they like feel love or I don't oh, know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Brian Duffield, he writer, director, this, um, this was a straight to Hulu joint. It stars, uh, her name, Caitlin Deaver as, uh, I'm sorry, I'm pulling it up. Her name was Bryn. Bryn. Eric has already spoiled the, the whole fucking, you know, <laughs> thing with this movie, but Bryn, sorry. Bryn is living in sorry. her childhood home. 
She's sort of like you would call it like a like a you know safe space cocoon that she's made for herself. Uh, Her parents are gone or no longer around. She lives in this town. She's you know there's a lot of like visual cues about where she's at. She's got like this like town that Mill River or whatever the hell the town's called. Uh, like a fake version of it on her table. But then when she like actually goes into the town, like no one will look at or interact with her. So like, there's like some darkness there in her past that we, that is not sort of explicitly revealed. It should be said, and I think we just say it up front, but like, it's a pretty important part of the movie. There's no dialogue like at, at all. I think there, like if you read the screenplay of this, there might be like two lines period. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. like in a somewhat dream sequence. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. um, and that's a really interesting choice. Like we will get to it, but, um, mm-hmm. the, the action all centers around the fact that, so she's living in this house. She's very isolated, uh, both sort of like physically, but also emotionally. And then she is, well, there is an alien invasion, like, like the aliens with the big eyes and the gray bodies, Casey, there's sort of like a name for that sort of like version of aliens. Grays. The gray. There you go. <laughs> I knew you were going to know. That's why I asked. But um, so there's some like very like classic alien gray type aliens and they attack. And then the rest of the movie is like her trying to sort of survive, but then also like gradually revealing what's going on in the backstory. That's pretty succinct. There you, yeah. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. I like it, John. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Rachel, what do you think? Yeah, um, I think this movie is really interesting. I'm actually super excited that you guys invited me on for this one because it's one that has been kind of like making my brain itch since I watched it a couple weeks ago. Um, I feel I kind of alluded to this when you asked about spontaneous, <clears> but I feel like I know exactly how I feel about 85% of this film and very confused and unclear about how I feel about the other 15%. So I'm hoping to come out of this conversation with a clearer idea. I may not exactly even have to speak to me, Rachel. You pretty much just summed my feelings up. <laughs> We're going to get you well, there. We're going to get you there. Okay, good, good. Um, I mean, this is a movie that like all modern horror films is ultimately about trauma, but I do think that like, you know, Using aliens to talk about alienation is actually pretty clever. Um, And I like how it's sort of like operating on all these meta levels, like with the styling of Bryn kind of hearkening back to like the 1950s UFO craze and um, the way that her having a town inside her house sort of mirrors the way that the aliens see her that like thematically comes back as the movie sort of wraps up Um, as a home invasion film, which is what I initially thought what I got was going to get when I sat down to watch this. I think it really works. Um, the aliens themselves, the design of them is really unique and terrifying. And the sound design around the aliens is really, I mean, I love that again, it's like this iteration on a classic alien that goes in a new direction um, with the scale and with the variety and all of those kinds of things that I'm sure we'll get into. Um, Caitlin Deaver is an actor that I really, really like. And I think she does a lot with this considering she gets no dialogue essentially. And uh, yeah, I don't know. This movie really did like mess with my expectations in ways that I appreciated. And I think that's a really good thing. You know what's funny? I'm not sure that even dawned on me while I was watching the movie. What? That she like doesn't really say a word the whole movie. Oh, really? There's no dialogue like at all. But at no point was I like, this is crazy. No one's talking. Like I was just totally, which yeah, I think is that's like a pro I would say, but yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I mean, essentially, I I, I kind of am really curious to think what <clears throat> hear what everybody else said because I, I'm still processing, and it's been like two weeks. <laughs> like I I keep <laughs> like I'm dreaming up all of these scenarios of what the ending means, and I don't know that I should have to do this much work. But I don't know. We'll get there. Casey. Uh, I ended up enjoying this quite a bit. Um, I've, you know, no surprise. I like alien movies and it's been a while since we've had a good classic, uh, gray invasion movie. There's one in, uh, one of the VHS, uh, sequences. And I think the second one we were talking about, there was a alien abduction in that one. That was a good one. There was another one. I can't think of the name of off the top of my head that was between this and that it wasn't real well known. But it was pretty good as far as a gray invasion. So this one was uh, cool. And really, it, to, for the invasion part of it, it kind of stuck to the numbers up to a certain point. And, I'm, you know, as I'm watching, I'm thinking, well, this is just kind of feeling like another alien invasion. Then all of a sudden you get to where, you know, you think those usually go. It's like, wait a minute, there's still like 45 minutes left. So... <laughs> They make actually yeah. manage to change it up, which is cool. There are a lot of layers to this movie as far as the alienation and the themes and stuff like that, which I thought were woven in really well. Um, I kind of love the fact that we get the story of what's going on with Caitlin D with Bryn's story in reverse to what's going on. It helps add to the confusion and kind of the weirdness of the entire situation she's in, too. Um, I think it helps amplify that, especially since there's no dialogue. So it kind of puts you on edge because you're confused and feeling confused, like much like she may have been going through there. It was a nice touch. Uh, but as far as aliens go, they went to a certain point where it's by the numbers and then they changed it up. And I really like the change up on this. We see a lot more of what's going on after the big, bright white tractor beam that you would normally see at the end of one of these movies. And at first... You started seeing some variations as far as the aliens that are going around. And at first it was like, oh, they're going to do something cheesy. And then it keeps going. And then after a while, you're like, holy crap, how many are there? And it's just kind of fascinating to see what all they come up with. Um, so I don't want to take it away from Eric, but there's a moment when he was watching the movie tonight. And he te uh, texted Schnars. He said, holy shit, that spider. And I, I knew like, exactly oh, what he's talking no. about. <laughs> <clears throat> it's true. So. Effective stuff. John. Yeah, I think I love this movie. Like, it might be one of my favorite things we watched this year. Um, I would say my least favorite part of it is that you it's do like... You have the capability of love, John. Well, <laughs> come, come on, man. No, but um, my least favorite part of it is like, and Rachel, you mentioned it, like <laughs> that it's one of the... It, at a certain level, it boils down to like trauma and nonsense. Like, I'm so... It's like I've moved on emotionally for a yeah. while now. Like, obviously we see way more of these movies than most people. Um, but it's like, guys, like we just need to just, we just need as a society to have like processed our trauma now and like stop making movies about it. Spoken like <laughs> a real schnars. Well, I, I mean like we, like clearly we haven't done that as a society, but like mm -hmm. we don't need to keep making horror movies about it. Like we can make horror movies about other things. Um, you can also, you can make, horror movies where the characters have backstories and things without going so hard in that direction, I guess is how I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so all that to say, like, I still love the movie. It is, I don't want to like overstate it, but I, it is like a really wild choice to have no dialogue. Like, yeah. I, like I noticed it right away and I kept 
sort of like waiting for there to be anything. And they they truly give you nothing. I mean, Rachel, you yeah, sort of- even when she's around people. No, they, yeah. there's- yeah. Truly, they don't talk. She gets like spit on by a character and there's that's I like know. the most interaction she has with another human. Um, the- you know, Rachel, you you highlighted the fact that like the ending of this movie is not easy. It's not like a straightforward. And like, I'm not no. here to say that I know what the hell is exactly happening. But that's like my favorite. I mean, as you guys know, like I love movies like that. Like I don't need, if anything, I, the ambiguity makes it like almost more alluring in some ways. Yeah. And like the ending of this movie is fucking bleak. Like it's really, really yeah. dark. I feel like the person who wrote yeah. this movie watched Contact too many times and was like, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, I mean, isn't, uh, I guess Alien Nation, like we, we were somewhat joking about Alien Nation, the show, like that's also about, you know, the aliens like sort of more or less taking over. I actually never watched yeah. it at any level, but. I, I um, have it on it's pretty good. the movie on VHS. Yeah, I don't, I mean, so I think the action here is really good. Like, I think it is, it, the way I've been describing, because I've actually been talking about, this is like, I know I like the movie when I like want to tell everyone about it, you know, like I'm like <laughs> at work and I'm like, guys, I watched this movie and they're like, we didn't ask you what about, what you're, you know, um, I think I've been describing it as like a sci-fi thriller. I mean, it's certainly a mm -hmm. horror movie. I mean, it's, it is scary. It is like set up to be scary. It like delivers scares. Uh, the, the, but it is like a thrill ride. Like it is very much a, a like ride you're on for a large portion of, it. I mean, that's the 85% presumably that you're talking about, Rachel. Yeah. Um, there's some like great, just tension moments of tension and sort of like visual scares in this that aren't mm -hmm. jump scares. Which I love, like, I ended up having to watch this in two parts, which was annoying, but it just, like, had to happen that way. The part where I, like, actually stopped is when she's, like, outside, and she's, like, standing in, the, like, the garages in the background, yeah. and you just, like, see the one little, you, you see the head poke up, and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, there's an alien there, and then it, like keeps going and you're just like oh yeah. boy <laughs> this is it, it goes from being like somewhat scary to like oh my god this is actually quite terrifying um so yeah i don't know i mean i can talk about a lot of different parts of this i i but i really really like it. it's the first thing i've watched in a while where wow. i was like unambiguously it's pumped. not often i get to see you experience joy john yeah you know i appreciate it it's infectious i'm like i love this movie i said that from the beginning <laughs> i think i'm uh i'm with rachel on this one um Man, the the action is so good. Like the aliens are great. The the percentage that your butt is puckered during this movie is high. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like it, it it got me on some scares. Mm -hmm. That first 20, 25 minutes, really up until like it's sort of there's a hard cut break and then it's morning. Dude, that whole sequence is so good. So freaky. The the sound um I was listening with headphones for a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it. The um Sound design is great. I it's it's actually insane that I watched this whole movie and didn't once think that no one's talking. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. What the hell? That's kind of wild. Um, I if I have any complaints, it's too dark. Like I know like the lighting is too it's dark. Too or? physically dark in a lot of yeah, places okay. for me. I, I know that we've talked about. a lot lately about like that streaming compression might be compounding that issue in some way, mm -hmm. but also. Um, just like, I just don't think that the ending comes together. And I do get, okay, they're aliens and they don't talk, so there's like can be an ambiguity there. 
But to me, it feels like, first of all, it feels like two different movies. I think, like Rachel, you said that. Like, it feels like a vestige of a previous script that just was not fully fleshed out. I don't know, man. The whole, the last 10 minutes just feels like a Frank got Frankenstein onto this thing. And like, what I just can't wrap my head around is, I think clearly we're in spoiler territory. And I haven't had a lot of <laughs> you time. You mean to when pro- you spoiled it 30 seconds into the show? <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a lot of time to process. <laughs> Let's be fair. But like, if the aliens have their little parasite deals and all they really want to do is take over and it's very like, um, it's a little like a flowerier version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers where there's seems to be like a hive mind and what they want to do is sort of make all the humans docile and mm-hmm. working together or whatever. But with mm-hmm. this like, oh, we're dancing and we're having party. Like it's so, it's kind of cute. Wants to do this like cutesy thing and then I was just like, eh, it's not doing anything for me. But if they can just control them with the the parasites, why do they need to and there And there's clones Okay, but like, why do they need to suck them up into the thing and like help them with their trauma? Like, what the fuck? Like, I I just don't think any of that tracks at all. I don't think they were helping her. That because they literally five minutes. Yeah, but there's a moment where they look at her and they're like, uh, like there's a. I feel like there's a moment where they're supposed to be a little soft or something. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously like vague, but it just that whole part. I mean, I can give you my read on this, but I it is not like my takeaway was that they like saw her trauma or whatever experience, you know, like we, it's revealed to them the way it's revealed to us. We, and like, we had sort of seen everything going on in her life and they basically were like, well, we don't even need her to be fucking chipped or whatever, you know, like uh throat, throat, uh, parasite because she's already like, she, she like not his, she doesn't, she's not, um, she didn't hate humanity, but she like, was That's happy. the life she wants. Exactly. Like she was happy to live in the like fucked up version of the world that they were just like trying yes, to set up. Or just stuffing those fucking things down with her. Yeah. By the way, yeah. the design on that thing is goddamn yeah. horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. it reminded me of the thing in the Matrix that like they make Neo sw- swallow and then it comes like you can see it crawling on his belly and I can't yeah. deal. I know you're a Cronenberg fan, John. I can't, I can't deal with that. Stay out of stay out of my body, John. I- yeah, am I the only one that took the ending as kind of like the alien version of the Matrix? Yeah, like she never really? left the ship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're you're just trying to control them so they'll they'll be docile and. But like it, I don't know. It just doesn't. The ending doesn't come together for me. And what's strange is like, you you feel like Casey. You were saying, you know, it it it's a little. There's not a lot to. Um, separate it out when you're ju- when you're watching the invasion part, but it I don't think it matters because they do it so well. Like the action yeah. is so good, yeah. it's so tense. It almost feels like they were bending over too far backwards to like try to add this original character stuff in. Where to me, it's just, I don't even think it's necessary. I don't think I give a shit. She doesn't talk the whole movie anyway. Like I could have just watched her running away from aliens directed in this way, and I would have been pretty happy. What I will say, this movie made me realize is that when people write in and ask us like what our favorite genres are, I don't think I ever say alien invasion movies, but I'm watching this and I'm like, I think I love alien invasion movies. (laughs) And I in particular love them when they're bleak. Like this could have been darker and more bleak. Like give me like fucking fire in the sky. Like I think it's why that scene in Nope is so memorable where they get sucked up because it's just the worst nightmare version of what that could possibly be. (laughs) And yeah. that's what I like, because like 
the idea of aliens as bringing horrors that our minds can barely comprehend and there is no escaping and there's no going back. I think I like that. It's like, that's like deeply frightening to me mm-hmm. in a way. And there's moments in this movie where they really hit that uncanny valley. I think the spider dude is a really great example. Like it's mm-hmm. sort of for a second kind of a thing that feels familiar in a way to nature, but then it telescopes. Like It's just like, then it's just tall and you're like, Oh, what the fuck? You know, I don't know why there's like a weird little baby dog alien, but that was kind of fun too. <laughs> yeah, oh, and the arm, the arm movements on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. What do we think of finger toes? What do we think of toe fingers? I guess is more accurate. Yeah. Toe fingers, finger toes. Yeah, finger toes. Finger toes. You know, I was I was okay with the finger toes, but then that moment she was hiding under the bed, and you see him come over the oh, bed, right. and he set his feet down, and he landed toes he first. Goes, All I could think of was the old cartoons, you know, where you see the creature crawling on his toes. I do want to invoke because it's a very different movie, but I do want to invoke Contact again because I just feel like there's no way it was didn't influence this movie, but that's a film where like the whole much of the movie is about that relationship with her father. And I think that's a movie that toes the line better where it is very mysterious at the end. You don't understand exactly what's happening, but the whole idea is that the aliens are like using that memory to communicate with her. Right. Cause, and so like, and then you don't even really know what happened at the end. I don't know. Whereas here it's like, it's too ambiguous for me. I, just I haven't seen little... Contact in 25 years at yeah, least. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I like, did. At the end I, of con- you know. Basically, like, at the well, end of Contact, they build the spaceship that the aliens sent the plans yeah, yeah. for. No, they no, send I, her in it. Yeah. I remember. Them. It's a great My film, point John. is, like, I, no, no, I, I'm not saying it's not, there's no, it's not an action movie. Like, this is like an action movie. <laughs> no, no, I know. But it's like, I feel like they were building an action movie and then we're like, oh, we also want this emotional connection a la that movie well no look and it's I'm, just the, the, do it. i genuinely agree with you or i should say generally agree with you but also genuinely not genuinely <laughs> no no <laughs> I, genuinely and generally that used to it. i could have just lived with the version of the movie that was the action slash like alien invasion-y stuff mm-hmm. and like it would have been great and i would have been happy I, I, as I sort of said, like the parts of this that like were the worst or the like trauma nonsense, I, I at least appreciated that they were trying to give her like a, you know, a real arc. It ends up being like a pretty dark arc, which, I like, you know, again, that, that like is, yeah. is a plus yeah. for me. Um, it is it though? It's hard for me to, it's like, I get it. Yes, it is. Cause we lose, right? The but aliens like, win. Like it's you. Yes, it is objectively. But it's hard for like, me to make that. Rachel might prefer that world actually. But it doesn't know. feel as dark as I would like it because they're trying to be so like sweet. people? <laughs> they're like trying to be so uh, cutesy at the end that like, I'm like, just wait till you, wait till you see the Trump alien. That's, it gets, it's really like, bad. <laughs> like I want, I want that stupid found footage movie, alien abduction where, at the end, we literally see them get sucked up in anal probe mm. and spit out the garbage chute. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so you got contact. That I watched it again today, and I kind of got Brazil at the end. Like, is there? That. Well, there you go. It's a classic you should check out. So I'm going to yeah, spoil Brazil like, for I know you. Sorry. nothing about it. Is it an alien okay. movie? No, no, but no. the way that it ends, I was, I didn't really like clock this the first time, but the second time I watched it, the last shot of this film is her breaking the fourth wall and looking into the camera. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
wait a minute. Is this a situation where like they weren't up there reading her brain being like, wow, let's, you know, we can, we can live in harmony together as long as we do some dance numbers. It's going to be fine. So much as they're like, okay, this person has so much guilt that there's no like pot, like idealized version of reality that she will not break out of. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like this version is the one that she would believe, like her, her guilt would allow her to believe that she was like living with the aliens in con a continued form of isolation. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Do you, what do you think? Like no, Brazil ending possible? That what do you is think? A, that's a yeah. version. You, you articulated a version of I'll, where I, what I was trying to I'll say at that. some level. I like that. Your reading is, is a reading. Yeah, I would co I'll buy that. I took it. I, cause I, my takeaway was there. I didn't pick up as to why it would make her docile, but for the aliens, it was kind of, you know, she ripped out the parasite thing. She was too much. They couldn't take the risks. So she's going to jail. So they resolved her trauma, gave her the happy life with the dance numbers and put her away. But why that would appeal to her idea, I can't say. Yeah. To keep her docile. Can I? To which is what, to what I think you were saying, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to rewind a little before the ending and just throw out a couple other things that I got over, but were definitely problems for me. And this is like, uh, um, you know, one of the soapboxes that I get on on the show a lot. So I, but, I, but I'm also saying like this works even in spite of it. These aliens are so goddamn powerful and we are asked to believe they're like this, telekinetic. They, they can, they're like controlling physical space. They're like control, like they also, as we saw, like managed to capture virtually everyone else, like seemingly without issue or, or maybe there were issues, but like the whole rest of the town, you know, the neighbor explicitly, their house is like totally fine, hasn't been destroyed. And like, they've all been, you know, I mean, there's a lot of like, I kept being like, wait a second, why, first of all, why do they need her? Like, why not just kill her if she's like that big of a problem? And then also like, why is this so hard for them? Like, they seem to be able to just like, you know, move lots of shit. They're like throwing things around the house. They're blowing the door off. Like they got super weapons. So I don't know that like, to me, there was a little bit of like, hold on. I also fundamentally, and this is like, we, I actually think we've like gotten to a good place on what the hell's happening for her at the end. What is, what are the aliens doing by coming here and thank you running? The, what are they like, accomplishing by having fun swing dance parties? Yeah. Like, well, that I don't know. But yeah, I like, do <laughs> think we do see that the like, the, you know, the hentai alien throat thing. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, it's inside the gray as well. So there's a version of this where they're also just a colonized people. <gasps> yeah, like that, yeah, exactly. I, I think that's, a, that's, that that's like. like a good read for sure. That's that I like. I'm into that. <laughs> because they made a big point with the one, the first one. Because that it, she the way killed, it comes out of that alien whole, right? is very weird. Yeah. Like it doesn't look, that doesn't look like a symbiote or, you know what I mean? That doesn't look like a fun relationship they have. Like your liver doesn't leave your body when you right. die. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like yeah. some piece of fancy technology and they're like, they, they he vomits it up. Like, well, mm -hmm. and that also would explain the other like interesting sort it's of like, like I think it's like the true last shot of the film is the fact that the humans, the, the humans, the colonized humans are all like living and like having their like fun swing dance party. And then it mm -hmm. sort of like pans up or like the camera sort of like pulls back and it's mm -hmm. just like all the like saucers flying around. 
And they're basically like the parents monitoring yeah, the kids I think, growing like, on I, I really truly Earth. don't have an answer for what the hell they would want. I mean, except for like, you know, you make the population docile and then you extract resources, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the basic. But I do I do, I do yeah. want to give them props for like it's a it's a low budget movie or lower budget movie, but they use really they just they have these shots that really help show scope. Mm-hmm. And they show that like you can do it even in a low budget movie. Well, you know what so, I mean? Like yeah. they're strategic about where they put those assets in. Like we go and see the town, so we see a bunch of people, and like we see these wide shots with everybody coming in, and they've got the cloud thing. Like it feels, it feels pretty big for how small it actually. Is. I mm-hmm. so I did. Lo- so this was you're raising something else that I was actually curious about, and I did not have a chance to kind of like read up about this. So Rachel, I don't know, maybe if you've had a chance or like spoken to anyone about this movie, but. It the budget I saw was twenty three million, which is like that's what I thought oh, too. That's, that's pretty easy. high, yeah. Especially for something that goes direct to Hulu. So one question I had is, I would one hundred percent have enjoyed this more in a theater. Like this is a theatrical film it is, to me. It yeah. is much better than yeah. other shit we see. So in theaters why yeah. why like there was something that happened that this ends up in Hulu? Like I I mean maybe that's it just was the world we live in though, man. But, like but at this budget sense. point, like. You don't, you don't like Hulu's or like Disney, who now, whatever, whoever's like greenlighting these Hulu movies is not like writing $23 million checks for things to go direct to Hulu. Like, that's a big budget for John, a direct to Hulu thing. John, capitalism is a scam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alienation. But, <laughs> no, and right. then, you know, but so like, I am curious about like what the hell happened with sort of the development and, and sort of like distribution of this thing. Um, no, but the other thing, Let's like when I'm watching it, production, John. I, I was, um, there is no ethical consumption in a capitalist <laughs> society. My, my <laughs> assumption was that this was a former VFX person who was sort of like getting their first, this felt to me like could be a yeah, person it, who got, but it's not like he's a screenwriter mm-hmm. first and foremost. But that part of it is yeah. done very lovingly. So I understand. Well, it's excellent. Like I would say it's the, the effects in general are better than like a lot of shit we see. And yeah. Eric, to your point, like there's a lot of like alien here. Like, I mean, the yeah. we, Casey, the finger yes. toes, like they look good. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like I loved, I loved the tractor beam. Like, dude, yeah. I love a good tractor beam. Tractor you know beam movie was I love. And a that lot of it. clone in the tractor beam was awesome as well. <laughs> yeah. That got caught on the edge. Yeah. yeah. I love, uh, this is the end. Mm. Good, good tractor beam in that movie. But, um, it's kind of silly because like there's times where the tractor beam starts beaming up some shit that's right next to her and I'm like watching screaming like she's right there just beam her up yeah like Like, move the tractor beam like a little make it a little wider you don't have like a setting on that there's just Mm -hmm. like a wide berth like Mm -hmm. it's a little silly like you know like it's sucking up the little thing at some point what was that supposed to mean like at one point it's sucking up the well if that's like and there's like a woman there well, the, the like woman, woman. No, the woman was the that was her clone. That was wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, her doppelganger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that. you got so for my own clarity because just picking up on what you guys are saying. Do you think that the end with the dance scene was the actually the people back on Earth having little dance numbers? Yeah, because I, mean, I took possibly. it as they were in alien jail and they should never left the ship. And if anybody's back on Earth, it was clones and they were just in their own little happy fantasy world. Well, I think they had their throat. That, yeah. Like you could see the. The alien jail is Earth now. Like Earth is an alien jail. Oh, yeah, that's fair too. Yeah. Alien jail. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's right Name next to Brian next Cox's album. monkey gel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Subsumes it actually entirely. But <laughs> yeah. you might say it's a yeah, it's a part of a part, yeah. Part of a whole. Cool, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm taking so good times. Sorry. So <laughs> but, buddy. <laughs> the, the last thing I would add, though, as far as the way they paced this movie and the way they laid it out, and probably the fact that there is no dialogue added to it, the tension in this movie is yeah. outstanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beginning to end. I was kind of edge of my seat the whole day. Well, they, they really, I mean, this is part of where a lot of movies have too much dialogue. Have too much exposition. There's always a character explaining something to you. This movie, yeah. it takes the opposite attack. And show, it's just like, show, show. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like you can figure it out or not figure it out. We don't give a fuck. Like, and I salute yeah. them for that. That that's the part. Um, and Casey, I think to your point, like, there's never that moment where there's tension being cut by someone saying, like, well, these aliens, you know, it's just yeah. it like yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are artists in this. Yeah. So, but kudos to Caitlin Deaver though for carrying this entire movie yeah. with her face. Yeah, there was a, there were a so couple good. moments where so I was good. like, she is acting really hard right now. But yeah, I actually th- like it works. Like it's part of what yeah. it's part of the package. So yeah, and I, she's great. I, yeah, the main thing I remember her from was uh, Justified, and she is yes. fantastic in that. Yes. So. Yeah, so just it's oh, cool to see Eric, her you coming on like to it. carry. It's cool to see her come on and lead a movie like this with no dialogue and pull it off so well. She was also great in Booksmart. Yeah, well, really Booksmart is oh, the yeah. thing that I had seen. Do you do any of you guys play The Last of Us and The Last of Us Two? No, 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 no oh, but she I know just got it. cast in a really important role in the next season, and people are gonna be real mad. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, nice. oh boy! Nice. Okay. All right. Would you recommend No One Will Save Us, Rachel? Yes, and then email me and tell me what you think the ending means. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> yes. John. Yes. Uh, I'll also say yes, and I will say, please don't email me. Uh, <laughs> Send me Eric's emails. <laughs> we're going to put this on my top ten list, John, so let's nice. take a quick break and do some fan mail. Okay. We told you the rules. Remember the first one? You can't get them wet. Don't let them uh, eat after midnight. What, what if they're eating in an airplane and they cross the time zone? I mean, it's always midnight somewhere. <laughs> you didn't listen. Now, was that civilized? No, clearly not. <laughs> Gremlins 2, the new batch. Rockin' your way this summer. Rated PG-13. Start Friday, June 15th at a theater near you. Hello, creeps. It's John Cusier, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And I'm a friend of bloodygoodhorror.com.
<laughs> Do you guys mind stopping your conversation so we can start the show? Chaos era. No. <laughs> Good lord. All right. Uh, All right, John. Yeah. Get that list up, bro. Man. Well, I know I'm kicking knock at the cabin, but I guess the question is, where do I put this? I'm going to put a seven for now. Oh, wait, shit. Lucky number seven. Spreadsheets are hard, John. Mm. I don't know how people do this shit. What is this called? Mm. No one will <laughs> Yeah. I get okay, it. So that puts uh, it above. Put a number in that box? What? That puts it above Last Voyage of the Demeter, Totally Killer, and Scream 6. Yeah. Just above. That sounds right. This movie, Infinity Pool. Guys, I'm yeah. not watching Scream 6, okay? I'm, it's not going on you, my list. I'm not watching. You should, maybe. I'm just saying. It's actually. There's no way. Nothing. <laughs> There's worse Scream movies. There are well, worse Scream movies. Was five worse? Because I thought five was pretty bad. Five so. is worse. Uh, I think. I, the community I didn't really like the New York John. one. I should watch it I would because say like it's the New York half, one. Half the people feel like five is better and half the people seem to think that six is better. Those yeah. people are the correct ones. Yeah, see, the other ones are better. wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. info at bloodygoodhorror.com is the email address. Kaylin from Kissimmee has just been sending me voluminous emails mm-hmm. and I can't read all of them. How close is she to getting served with papers? Um, <laughs> I mean, last week she sent a picture that was like, this Season looks like you, haha. And not only did it not look like me, but it was offensive. So I did not read the emails. I mean, it could week. be worse. It could be <laughs> of one you of the sleeping. It was not great. I don't even want to get into it. Anyway, this week she says, um, did you know that Oz Perkins is remaking Monkey Shines? Hmm. What? Do you understand how close we might be to the Langoliers being cared about? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Monkey right, Shines Kaylin, is, a, is a batshit crazy movie. I wouldn't call it good, but it's pretty memorable. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like all, I'm Now I'm just picturing it like very slow and beautiful and gothic. And Didn't, who directed Monkey? It's somebody actually, somebody note where they directed that. So what is Oz Perkins doing next? I feel like he's doing something really interesting next. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Romero directed Monkey Shines. Yeah, okay. 1988. Okay. Oz Perkins is my You ever seen that movie, John? Uh, I believe that's the one where the guy's in the wheelchair and he has like the monkey helper. He's got the monkey helper, yeah. <sighs> I'm, I've definitely watched Ooh. it, but it was like probably when I was like 12, so... Oz Perkins' next project is a movie called Long Legs, starring Nicolas Cage. That's right. I knew it was something interesting. Long Legs. God. He's like a Wasn't serial killer. Wasn't the last Oz yeah. Perkins thing a little not very? What was it? Was it uh, Gretel and Hansel? Yes, probably. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was like, I don't Dude, know. I would kill for a Gretel and Hansel in 2023. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? <laughs> I don't I'm not sure what, who's one. getting the bigger burn. Like, it what was, is the, it was the bigger burn? It was fine and indicative of this. I don't want to like completely annihilate it, but I just like do not look back on that movie. I like, a lot of we got to point this out because we got called out on in Slack for last week for not mentioning Kieran and Shipgib being in it, but Oz Perkins also directed Black Coat Star. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, but that was people like his were, breakout. That, people, it was were like that us, other thing. people were busting on us <laughs> that we couldn't pull could, that she was in Black Coat Star. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sad was nobody on? brought up uh, Flowers in the Attic. 
<laughs> she was in the remake of that too. I don't watch non-horror movies, Rachel. Loves yeah, it, no. so well, that one's about brother and sister love in an attic because their parents are slowly poisoning them. So I think isn't it that counts. like a VC Andrews book or something? Yes. Ding ding. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's Yikes. not. Also um, not someone was list. not a teenage girl getting into their older sister's <laughs> books, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, Rachel. My older brother didn't read at all. Problem. <laughs> uh, probably, probably why your search history is a You know what's funny? My dad porn, did so my dad's good. like a huge Stephen King fan. He has like every Stephen King book in hardcover. Mm-hmm. And I tried to read it once and was like, this is way too long. Well, I don't get this. Yeah, why'd you start with that? That's I don't know, because I liked Tim Curry. <laughs> solid uh, solid reason one more from Caitlin I will never recover from the dog scene in When Evil Lurks this year's horror has been so painfully bad I feel like some Gordon Ramsay I feel like Gordon Ramsay finally some good fucking food um, <laughs> I haven't I think When Evil it's, Lurks is on our list it's coming it after Thanksgiving we're going okay. we got we only got a couple weeks left here so yeah we're getting to it's it we got list. you covered yeah oh uh, that is it for email Casey what you got all right we got a couple threads one or two. Love a good thread. Excuse thread me. It up. All right. Let's see here. Um, the drummer from Foghat asks, on the topic of alien movies, did you guys see Enjoy Fire in the Sky? Also, do you buy the story? That guy Travis from the movie is always at the UFO festival near me and always seems to draw a crowd. UFOs are one of those weird things where I think I'm like pretty on board that they exist, except I never believe anyone who says they've seen one. So there's a little, little dichotomy there. But I also, I would I brought this up in the show before, John. I just, mm-hmm. I have trouble with the idea that if UFOs did exist, they wouldn't be unmanned. Like given everything uh, we know about the direction of our technology, why wouldn't it just be an unmanned like surveillance drone thing? Why is it yeah. when it's, it's always like there's aliens in there? Like uh, everyone knows they're you use the you quantum use entanglement. Negative. Duh. Yeah, there you go. You used the double <laughs> negative there that it, it confused me. Um, what are you an English? You're teacher? right. I think they would be drones. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've ta- I think we've talked about the like UFOs thing in the past. Like, there's a. I'm not going to be able to do justice to it, but there's like. There's like a logic uh, reasoning it's thing the Fermi where it's paradox. Like, well, there's the Fermi, but there's also this like you know, if you want to believe, there's there's like multiple outcomes. It's like either uh, we are living at a point in te- you know like technology where uh, you know we are about to develop interstellar travel, and mm-hmm. the, the reason that we haven't seen any experienced any alien contact is because when anyone gets to that point, they like destroy it, that like it destroys right. them. That there's a certain a, leveling off of civilizations before they get to that point. Cr- that there's get, like, yeah, yeah I'm destroyed, not doing yeah. justice to it, but. No, no, um, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> my favorite, if people are interested, uh, and it's actually coming on Netflix soon, but the three body problem, uh, which is like oh, a Chinese yeah. sci-fi novel, uh, is fucking wild. Uh, I'm, I'm like very nervous because it felt to me very unfilmable, uh, and Netflix is about to put a series out about it. So we'll see. Um, are they putting out the Chinese series? No, no, no. It's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like yeah. a multinational. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it wasn't a Stephen Hawking who was like, Hey, if aliens do exist, we don't want to. Yeah. Well, that's the other, them. that's yes, <laughs> yeah, correct. like it won't go well for us. No. 
<laughs> yeah, well, there, I trust it's that like, guy, John. He look, seemed to know look how doing. we treat any other form of life that is like we right. deem as below us. Like it's not great. Like we, yeah. It, it would be like evolved. the no one will save us outcome, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> don't um, panic. We're I here also to help like you. vintage fashion and dancing. Can I please get that? That's in true. Rachel, <laughs> wants, <laughs> for you. Rachel wants the throwback alien invasion where yeah. we get to just have yeah. like square dances and wear mm-hmm. dresses and stuff. Yeah. I um I saw Fire in the Sky in the theater. I mm. think it was like sixth grade, but it might oh, have even shit. been before that. What year? What year is that movie? Ninety something. Ninety three. I was yeah. gonna say ninety two or ninety three. Yeah. Um, I definitely saw it in the theater and it was one of the earlier times that I was like at the theater without an adult, you know, like where it was like your parents just dropped you off and we're like, go to town. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. That was my freshman year of college and I saw fire in the sky and I was, you know, freshman year of college and afraid to go in the woods again for a good half a year. <laughs> I am, um, you know what I always think of when we think of alien movies is that Eduardo Sanchez one. Yes. Mm. Altered. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah, a good one too. That was a too. cool movie. That was really sweet. Yeah. Um, I have been super fascinated by all of the like government disclosures lately. And like mm-hmm. the the UFO people are like, well, this is just they're like preparing us for what they call disclosure. The like mm-hmm. the government is basically trying to grease the wheels here so that we don't mm-hmm. totally lose our shit when they're like Oh, by the way, like aliens exist. I kind of, I like that. I, you know, There's before that. Trump, John, I used to enjoy conspiracy theories on the show. Before it was like I do our nightmarish reality we lived in every day. We would like, we, we would have anything nice. We would joke and, you know, um, we did. There was a whole about segment about your favorite conspiracy yeah. theories. And in the past. Yeah. so this is one I am enjoying these days because it has nothing to do with like the Illuminati. Well, I mean, it might have uh, something to do time. with us being yeah. like Trace colonized far by, enough, sure. yeah. you know. Alien life forms, but sure. I I did watch part of that uh, trial where they had the three uh, Air Force guys testify on their sightings. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's interesting because when it's like somebody from the military, um, you know, it sort of like gives them an air of credibility or something, right? Mm -hmm. Except I worked. Except I worked with a dude who was in the Navy, and he's like so anti like military. He's like, listen, he's like. I can tell you this from experience. Not everybody who's in law enforcement is good and or smart or like in the military. <laughs> say. It's just like the population. It's a real crapshoot. Like who you're oh, going to yeah. get. So it's like, you know, it self selects. Let's yeah, just say exactly. that. It mm-hmm. self selects. <laughs> Aliens. I like them. Let's get, let's I would, bring them I'm going to recommend a documentary it. for you, Eric, as someone who enjoys a good conspiracy theory. It's called Mirage Men. Mm-hmm. And it is about it's like it's a really interesting documentary. I don't know how much of it is real, but like it's about um, people who their job is misinformation around oh. aliens. Hmm. Oh, around it. Okay, I'm in specific. Yeah, like it's about discrediting people and putting out misinformation specifically I mean, for people to pick up so that it can be disproved. When I was a kid, like if Fox ever did a like, you know how pre-history channel doing crazy shit. When we were kids, it was like Fox. They, they the did network. that alien, uh, it was like alien, right, alien abduction. Oh, they shit. were the ones who did the like, in the, 20, uh, the 2012 special in like the late 90s about how the world was going to end or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was, all, I loved that shit when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the movie. So. I had those books that you ordered from the infomercial that were like yes. mysteries. Mysteries of the Unknown. Uh, yes. I totally have those in my house. I yeah. have some of those. I Hell yeah. I'm sure they're gone these days, but they were, yeah, they were cool. You can, you'd be like, listen, 
you can find them on on the ebays if you're a nerd and you know oh, where to look know, but yeah I, something reminded me of them sure? like i saw a meme or something <laughs> recently i was like wait i had those fucking books i totally had those books i probably like, they, begged, begged my mom to buy them i tell you mm-hmm. what was my jam and this was when i was pretty young i was at my dad's on the weekends but we always watched in search of with that uh, leonard nimoy yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. big time you get some good alien stuff and bigfoot on there too <laughs> oh yeah you should check out casey that netflix has a show that they're doing with um the other one, uh, not Leonard Nimoy, the other the other Spock. Yeah, no, no, uh, Captain Kirk, the fucking guy, Captain Kirk, the William original. Shatner? Yes, thank you. And it's very <laughs> much a like, it's like a, a, it's like an amalgamation of that show you're talking about, Casey, with like old school unsolved mysteries. It's just it's real cheesy, but it's kind of fun. Nice. I don't I don't know what they call it, but all, all right, right. Well, we got one other question on uh, threads from Kalanat. Best alien design in horror. I think alien xenomorph is the easy answer, but what are your faves? I'm xenomorph. going Psycho Gorman. Xenomorph is incredible. I, I do like Psycho Gorman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty Cloverfield Monster. I'm good on Clo- Cloverfield Monsters. I'm a pro on that. Yeah. Like the first time you see Predator and his mouth does the thing, that's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as like straight up aliens and you know, freaky stuff. I was kind of impressed the ones in the Amy Adams movie that I can't think of the name oh, of. Oh, Arrivals. Okay. Yes, Arrivals. Yeah. I um, I was. Ooh, I think I, Arrival so good. I think yeah. I was texting you guys about it, but I watched the thing recently. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That thing. is just the fucking best, man. Yeah. That that movie. Yeah. 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 For right. years on my um board at work, I had this meme printed out, which is a very old person thing, but I just liked it. And it was from Arrival, and she's holding up the board. This is such a specific moment in time. So, like, Arrival had come out. She's holding up the board, but it was right after Trump had tweeted Cov Fifi. Yeah. Cov Fifi. Yeah. And she said that on the board, and she's holding it up. <laughs> like, what? How could you possibly explain that to a human 20 years from now? Oh, like, there's just no way. Now, oh, you could explain to a human from now. Oh, God. That's a good one. That's, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's good. Something's just worth printing out, John, you know? Mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm. are you done? Is that it for you, Casey? That is it. Don't forget Slack, Eric. I'm reminding you. Yeah, let's look at that. Let's look there now. All right. Mr. Joe says, if you turned into a pod person, what is the one movie opinion that would be an obvious tell that it wasn't actually you? Oh, this is easy, that I love Trick or Treat. <laughs> Wait, That's that would you know. be like one of mine, too. I thought you liked Trick or Treat. No. Oh, I'm interesting. Not, I'm not a big fan. I love trick or treat, so. Interesting. That's fine, um, but I'm just, the, all I'm saying is this is how you would know. No, I don't. I'm a bot person. Maybe it's that I liked any of the Scream movies after Scream 1. <laughs> you guys John's like, like oh, let me tell boy. you about Scream 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me. That I didn't bring up Six String Samurai. Yeah, that would be a tell. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Rachel? Mm, that that I don't get spun into a rage every time the Halloween uh, kills comes up. That would definitely be a dead giveaway. Because <laughs> She's like, you don't I, understand it. It's about 
Haddonfield trauma as a <laughs> town, okay? Actually, I'm so grateful for the existence of Halloween kit ends because everybody like the mass delusion that that wasn't such a piece of shit is finally it's, over everybody's on my no, level it's now it's no, I, eric like, keeps trying to convince there. us that there's people like they're defending all of them and my favorite is just the people that not like oh i just like it but the people are like you don't get it okay it's really deep and you just don't get it those are my favorite <laughs> my guess for you rachel is going to be something to have to do with the expendables series slash franchise the expendables yeah, you, you know, okay. It's not horror, obviously, but, uh, you know, just seems like right in, up your, in your wheelhouse. You, know, you can Google it and, and figure I've never out seen any of those. Like, I'm a yeah. Mission Impossible girly. Like, uh, if I suddenly had, like, anti-Mission um, Impossible, you, then test then you my DNA. Know? Okay. Although, right. honestly, I have some negative feelings about the latest one, but I won't get into it. Did you hear they're not going to call the next one part two? They're, they're moving away. They, they, they feel like the part one was not a good maneuver. Hmm. So, hmm. are they okay. going to treat the women in it less disposably? Because then that would also oh. be nice. Cut, Rachel. That's okay. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I said anytime I wasn't going to go there, but you kept the conversation going. I haven't seen the new one actually. So, anytime okay. I think of Tom Cruise, I just think of the Mummy when Russell Crowe greeted him as a young man. Yeah, you know that was in his writer. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) moving on. Uh, Stephen R., would you volunteer for experiments if the aliens agreed to take you around to other planets? How far would you be willing to go? I mean, if they're going to take me to other planets, like, I'll do butt stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like, (laughs) no permanent damage, but (laughs) probe away. Let's go to Saturn. They (laughs) could take a finger. I mean, like. Yeah, right. I think no permanent damage is the key, though. Like, get in there, but, like, let me leave me intact. Like, I'd like to to walk around and enjoy the other planets. You don't want to have to wear a diaper the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. But Mm -hmm. if they, you know. But if you have technology to take care of that, then we could talk. <laughs> They've like reached in that, the limits in that, of what probe, probing can tell in them. In that alien so. <laughs> abduction movie, do you remember the probes literally looked like they had blender whirs on the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want the blender whir. I just no. want like, you know. Yeah, these aliens seem a, little, more, a lot more chill in that. Like mm-hmm. a, yeah. you know, like an ET finger is fine, but like <laughs> no, no blender <laughs> So grim. Uh, <laughs> from from Whitney, who did the silent main character better, Bryn in No One Will Save You or the janitor in Willy's Wonderland? Is that the Nick Cage one? Yeah, yes. That's not a serious question. We can move on. Okay. <laughs> it's actually a very serious question with one correct answer, and that is... Of course, you, there is not enough um, pinball machine dancing in this movie. So, mm. Willy's yeah. Wonderland, it is. This one's for Rachel because <laughs> I, I know she. Right. I know she loves these deep probing questions. Sold from Zach. Probing again. Would you be, <laughs> would you be saved slash forgiven if aliens were to examine you based on your most private regret? I wish I was that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> be like, yeah. I mean, I didn't murder my best friend with a rock right. when I was a child, so I think I'm. You know. Probably gonna do all right. I'm trying to think of what like keeps me up at night, and it's always like embarrassing shit I said. I just you know find what it I mean? insane that I'm then supposed to like sympathize with her. <laughs> well, but at <laughs> that point normal. in the movie, you're like actually act- not supposed to sympathize with her that much anymore. I mean, I also okay. think like I don't know, right. Eric. You can't forgive someone that they did something when they were like ten for murder. Yeah. No, I don't know. Wow, I didn't realize you were uh, such a you know. 
don't know. I feel like she mm-hmm. has so much regret, but I do think it's interesting that the way that she initially survives her first interaction with an alien kind of mirrors that. It, no, yeah. that was intentional, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think I it's saying something about, like, something innate in her character or something. She's I don't just know. real good at picking some shit up and swinging it at a head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's her skill. <laughs> All right. Uh, you did threads, right, Casey? So I guess, yes. Oh man, we're not even at uh, Instagram yet. Good lord. Okay, <laughs> let's we can, you know what, just skip the X, Eric. Skip tweets. Let's, uh, let's go right to the Instagram. Oh, wow. How are you gonna yeah, you only had one, like and that. it's not a serious question, so that works actually. Okay, all right. Instagram, we got a couple on here, nothing crazy. Um, Brian, can we be done with trauma horror yet? I mean, it depends. It really depends. Because like right, one of my right. favorite movies this year was Birth Rebirth, which is totally about trauma. I think it's what you do with it. But I don't think it can be shorthand. Like, It can't be set dressing well, to a different movie. It's got to be what the yeah. movie's about. And that also gives people the choice to just not watch it. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think, there's a, I think there's definitely a place for trauma horror. I don't mm-hmm. think every movie needs to be trauma horror. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And what makes Birth Rebirth work is that while it is very much at the heart of what that movie's about, it also just has a good plot and action mm-hmm. and tension. And, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. it's not just people talking at me about their trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Plug it up. Pod says Caitlin Deaver versus Caitlin Grant. Who's your fave? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we love all the Caitlins? Yeah, it's true. I mean, so far, I mean, Caitlin, I like that. She knew pretty I, good on a whole. I like that. Mm-hmm. She thought that I knew the actress's name in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Uh, Rory, two more questions. Rory, which cinematic alien would you want to meet? I got a good answer for this. Can it be Psycho Gorman? Sure. You might qualify as a hunky boy, John. I was going to (laughs) say, as a hunky boy. (laughs) You guys might hit it off. I'm going to say John Candy in Spaceballs as Barf, (laughs) the Mog. That's good. That's good. Half man, half dog. He's his own best friend. (laughs) That's going to leave a mark. (laughs) I don't know that I can beat that. That's pretty good. (laughs) That was good. Nice. Well done. Well played. Uh, All right. Last question. Aside from, this is the weirdest word to question. I just wanted to read it because I thought it was funny. Aside from Jesus Christ, who would you want to save in any given situation? (laughs) We don't have to answer. I don't know what that means. I don't know why I'm saving Jesus. Disney's supposed to die for our sins. Like if you, uh, yeah. yeah. What do you? We're not, we're not even all to go to hell. He doesn't need to be saved. We're being saved, right? Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Not being right. Yeah, he saved us. If he gets saved, then we're not saved. Yeah, that doesn't work. All right. What's next uh, week? Yeah. Thanks, Eli Roth. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The buzz is good. Rachel, where can people find you? My, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. So <laughs> yeah, I'm. I gotta find time to go to the theater, but I'm pretty into it. Um, Rachel, where can people find you? Well, if you want some more of these awesome opinions, because who could ever run out of bandwidth for that? You can find me at ZG Podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, all that stuff, or you can follow me personally at Rach Pants on on all those same platforms. Love it. Don't forget to check us out. patreoncom slash horror. Watch a live stream, get back episodes, get on Slack, and much more. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. That's going to do it. Hope you enjoy the show, and we'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.